0: Love, Talk Radio. This is that new Wash featuring French Montana, Can't Trust Thoughts. Produced by me and Chef Tong. Go get that right now on iTunes. Oh, oh, hey girl. Uh-huh. hey, girl. Hey, girl. Uh, hey, girl. Hey girl. Uh, hey girl. I nigga. Oh, oh nigga. yeah. You know, you Here go. Phone and the ID, can't, can't post me on IG. Know them thoughts they be creepin', try, try to catch yourself while I'm sleeping. Go too far, you need a passport. See them shots coming, got a glass cord. Stop shot a camcorder. That's a long shot. I'm shooting from half court. Soon as some bottles start coming out, and she come running to my couch, She'll leave your ass. Never trust a big button My really can't trust eyes. As soon as the liquor start running out, she'll be creeping to another couch. She'll leave your ass. Never we'll trust a big button smile. I thought it's a girl that look for bottles. As soon as she coming in the club, you can find her by table, flirting with the ballers, trying to go up. cup. Oh, Crazy boy, shorty, bad as fuck, oh. doing squats all day, working on the butt. But. She knows that'll make a nigga go nuts, that. but that's what she wants. Wow. She, she trying to pay for anything, if anything. She's trying to get a wedding ring, but me and my niggas think no coven, no nothing. nothing. And her favorite thing they do say, yeah. Yeah, she might get a pair Nice shoes in the bag, money ain't never baby I'll spend it fast on you Baby I'll spend it fast on you When I found out, yeah. can't trust Lata Soon as some bottles start coming out hey, and She come running to my couch, nah. she'll leave your ass never trust a nah. big better, nah. can't trust Lata hey. Soon as the liquor start running out nah. She'll be creeping to another couch, ah She'll leave your ass never trust a nah. big better, ma nah. nah. Started hey. is a girl to look for sparkles As soon as she come in the club You can spot her by the bus right. Cause she see them lights that right. she coming on over here right. with her right. Ain't no shame in her game She right. bring her right. yeah. friends too And they be tryna act like they not with her But they be drinking too She ain't tryna no for her If anything, if anything, she tryna get a wedding ring But me and my niggas think no nothing, no nothing nothing. And her favorite thing to hear do say Might get a bad night, shoes and a bag Money ain't that bad, baby, I'll spend it fast on you Baby, I'll spend it fast on you When I found out that you can't trust her Soon as some bottles start coming out And she come running to my couch Shea Leo has never trust a big button my can't trust us Soon as the liquor start running out She'll be creeping to another cow Shea Leo has never trust a big button be like Need nice shoes in the bag. Need a dope boy with a bag. Thoughts be like, got the best pussy and the best hit. Need my boobs and my ass big. Thoughts be like, I know you got smoke and some drink. Tonight I'm gone hard in the paint. Thoughts be like, if you love me like he said he did, he'll move me where he said he lived. Can't trust thoughts. Don't let them bottles start coming down. She come running to your house, Silly like, your ass, never touch a look but Can't like a star running out Runnin To be creeping to oh, another guy Still oh, leave oh, oh, Never yeah. trust a big button in a smile oh, Can't trust hey. that
1: Listen. Have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're gonna stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience. Very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at one twenty-five. If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call seven seven zero four zero seven nine zero two five to set. An appointment. Tell him that the emperor sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on K Foss Photography. Tell him the emperor. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the Empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com for when the Empire speaks, the Empress listens. Empire. It is the Empress, and this is the Empire. Tonight is May the 5th, 2015. It is Cinco de Mayo, and I am drinking water, okay? That's kind of disrespectful. It kind of feeds right into our topic tonight. But tonight we're going to be talking about disrespect, and I first want to just say that I have missed you, too. I had a, uh, I don't even lie, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to act like it was like a 1,000 people, Several people who asked me where the show was on this past Sunday, um, saying that they missed the show, that they were ready to talk and ready to hear some good discussion. Didn't happen. The girl was trying to get a little rest in. I got so much laughter in that I nearly lost my voice. spent some time alone with myself and my thoughts and trying to get myself together with being uh, the best me that I can be. And, you know, it kind of – it's good to do that sometimes. Um, we rip and run and give ourselves to other people all of the time, never taking time or enough time if we do take time. Usually it's not enough. And my little weekend was not nearly enough time. But um, you give so much out of yourself, you need to give yourself back to yourself. So you have to re tank back up so that you have something of substance to give. And I do. I try desperately to. Um, have a show that has some meaning more than just to myself. Of course, the ideas and things that I feel like that recirculate in my world and my atmosphere brings me to those points. But I don't think anything is by mistake. Um, there's something that we're supposed to offer to everybody in our lives, and I don't. Uh, I try very hard not to miss the chance to do that. And the show is just the platform at, at how I do it, and I hope that you're here to have a good discussion tonight. Are you? Are you here to talk good tonight? Yeah, let's talk good tonight. We're gonna have some good talk. We're gonna have some real talk, and we're gonna just kind of start. I also want to start with this weekend's fight. You know, the the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. It was a fight. Uh, I don't know. You know, I will admit I am not a professional um boxing watcher, I'm not a fan of the sport. I had just heard so much about the sport that I didn't want to um i didn't want to keep uh hearing about it without at least exposing myself to it. I gone so far as to you know um getting together with my my girlfriends and deciding to watch this fight see what this fight is about and um, you know, tried to read a little history on the fighters, and this is this was something that had to happen. This is something that absolutely had to happen. There was no way that it was not going to happen. It, I think, was something that was t- to happen, um, whether or not now, um, or something that would probably haunt both fighters for the rest of their fighting careers. I think Mayweather has made the announcement that he has in him one more fight uh but after today's event which um it's just like it's just crazy. Um okay, so Mayweather won the fight. Uh there have been so many uh opinions on whether he lost uh uh you know, that whether he lo- he got this win by uh, mistake. I actually, they actually printed the scorecards and made public the scorecards. Uh, but it, it's just ridiculous. Um, I, 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 I don't, you know, a win is a win. I've always said that. I have always said, too, that, you know, being a champion in a particular sport does not make the athlete in its wholeness. Um, and I can't say that I know the athlete in his homeless, but I can only go by what uh, the promotion of his character and the uh, express giving of himself to the to the uh, public is. And he's the money man. He is the money man. There's no excusing that. I think that that speaks for itself. I'm sure the dude is worth several hundreds of millions and. Um, Even just today, they just released a news story about his uh, baby mama trying to get some of that money. Like, she's suing him for $20 million as of today because of defamation of character. Now, if someone else had called you a crackhead, he didn't quite call her a crackhead, but someone, you know, calls you out of your name or or says something that's definitely not true of you, or maybe it is true, I don't know, um, would you sue Um, He so happens to have just made a weekend uh, run of about $220 million, I think it was. And so she wants her tithe. She wants her little piece of it, being the mother of three of his children. And I think it's peculiar that this particular interview uh, being aired was the spark to it. Uh, There was an interview that aired where he said that he did not – Harm her, and this was regarding a case way back in two thousand and eleven. Two thousand and eleven, he was charged with domestic violence against the same woman. Uh, served his time, and so is done with regard to that. And because of that, he, uh, you know, he spent he was sentenced to ninety days, spent two months in jail. Uh, more than half of the sentence was completed, so he should be considered, you know, complete vindicated from those charges right wrong no he is being sued uh, because he has had something to say whether or not it's his right to have something to say or whether he has actually broken the law and defamed her character we will soon see because she has uh, charges but when I when I first started doing and I mini research. I wanted to know more about him because all you see is the flash. All you see is the money. All you see are the things. All you see is his self-proclamation uh, of being the best uh, fighter in the world, professional boxer of his professional career as a five-division world champion, and he is truly uh, undefeated. Those are just the facts. But looking back at his history, I kind of figured he was a little bit younger than i expected him to be i i didn't quite think he would be this close actually to my age but he is born uh in 1977 he is currently undefeated professional again in the five division world champion he's won, won 11 world titles he has been in different classes four different weight classes He's been uh, named in different magazines and awarded from anywhere from 1998 to 2007 awards uh, as being a fighter of the year. Uh, he was the best fighter named by ESB, the ESPY award for for several years, from 2007 all the way up to just last year. So we're not saying that he is not a fighter. Um, And actually when you go into his history, there's probably not any type of sports magazine that has not had something to say to the credit of his capability. But I wanted to know more about the man because I was like there's something else going on with this guy when you can be this good in your craft but so bad when it comes to being outside of the ring. Now the very first thing that I saw, and I saw this kind of out of order i saw a couple of uh related i would say people who would be considered his pool of uh peers uh mike tyson and leila ali of course different weight classes different types of boxing uh champions in their own right have something to say preemptively before the fight between mayweather and pacquiao started and i was shocked to hear the peer group of this guy uh, say such things about him. Now, Mike Tyson, okay, is just a whole nother beast, and I love him. I love him just like I love uh, Mayweather or Pacquiao. I don't know any of them. They don't know me. They probably don't care what I have to say. But I'll say this, Mike Tyson, in his own right, uh has been um fully i think fully transparent with regard to the person that he is, why he is who he is, and that in and of itself is speaks to some truth of of, of his consistency, not saying that he has ever tried to be a uh, um tried to be a choir boy um but he has done lots of things to uh, support the position that he's been in. I mean, he, I, I, you you've never have seen uh, anyone say anything particularly um, um, soft about him. I'm not saying that him having to be called soft was something of a wanting. I'm saying that it was particularly evident. He was scandalized just as I would say uh, Mayweather has been, not quite to the same extent Um, but similar. So um, in that right, I think he has the ability to have some say with credibility. Uh, He knows the sport. Uh, He had this to say. He actually went off. He said (laughs) that Floyd Mayweather is delusional. Um, He said he's delusional because he's comparing himself to Muhammad Ali. Uh, He's very far from being Muhammad Ali. He's a a, quote, Little Scared Man. Now, Tyson was doing an interview with the Undisputed Champion Network when he was asked about um, whether or not he was the champion of all time, And I would say I have to agree because when you say things like you are the champion of all times, when you are better than the man whose name is synonymous with the legacy and the history prior to your birth, of boxing i think it's kind of hard to to distinguish or to discredit that as being true so i think mike tyson had every right to say that and in, and and even before the fight you know there had been um known everybody knew you know mayweather is known for being braggadocious he is known for being the type of person to have a whole lot to say but um a lot of people were just stunned at what he had to say in an interview with Stephen A. Smith. He said, no one can ever brainwash me to make me believe that Sugar Ray Robinson and Muhammad Ali was better than me. No one could ever brainwash me and tell me that. But one thing I will do, I'm going to take my hat off to them and respect those guys because those are the guys that paved the way for me to be where I am today. Now, in the same line of insult." He tried to pay homage and give credit to uh, uh, Muhammad Ali as well as uh, the other, Sugar Ray Robinson. He said, you know, nobody can brainwash him to make him think that they were better, uh, but he will say that he respects them. I I I just don't know how you can put those two things in the same sentence and expect we're going to believe it but that's what he said. Then later after that interview aired, uh and probably was reported to Layla Ali, the daughter of Muhammad Ali, um you know, it it's, it's unbelievable that um the grace that she had because especially with this uh the state of her dad, uh he's not in his greatest of health. Uh She still had time to make a uh, statement with regard to it, and actually it was done on film. Um, She had this to say. She said, that's okay, because I believe that as a fighter and a champion, especially as someone on his level, he would feel like that about himself, and she was speaking uh, to the what she felt about what Mayweather said about her father, but she said that doesn't make it true. The first thing I think is, first of all, I don't agree that he's better than Muhammad Ali, and that's a whole nother conversation, but I also think that my father is, outside of the ring, a better man. So there's times when I know, she said, there's times, because I know Floyd, I know his family, Roger Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather Sr., both of them used to train me, and I've been in the gym with him. And there have been times when I wanted to reach out to him and have a conversation with him because I see a little boy, even though he's a grown man, all I see is a broken person. And I know when you have money and have power and have all of these things, that there are yes people around you. Sometimes you don't have that person by you to really pull you aside and give it to you straight. So every once in a while, I'm just like, I need to reach out to Floyd and have a conversation with him because I don't hate him. I just like the way that he acts. I dislike dislike the way that he treats people, and I'm obviously uh, not down for him beating up on women because that's very cowardly. But the first thing I think about is he needs somebody to reach out to him and to guide him. Now, I thought that was about the most honorable thing that you could say about someone who had just totally discredited your father I was really kind of pissed and um, she said it in such a graceful way and I'm sure the maturity and the representation of her father was in her mind before she said anything and I was thinking you know Floyd Mayweather said that he gave Respect where respect was due But at the same time he compared himself Greater and beyond great of the greatest of all times. I mean, come on, let's just, let's just be real. So I wanted to see, you know, what, what maybe I'm missing something still because for someone to be a, to have a specialty in that craft, there has to be some kind of background that's going to explain to me why he felt like he was able to say that. So I started to look up his father. Now, you know, I didn't know that his uh, history of boxing was that, in his family. Actually boxing has been in generations of his family. Mayweathers were the Mayweather family of course is out of Michigan but Mayweather himself was born in Michigan to a family of boxers. His father Mayweather Sr is a former welterweight contender who fought uh Hall of Famers like Sugar Ray Leonard, uh Jeff Mayweather and Roger Mayweather too are family members of his who are who were two professional boxers. Uh, he They trained some of the, the biggest name champions like Julio Cesar Chavez and Whitaker. And so boxing was just a part of the Mayweather name. It was almost as synonymous as you would say Ali. Different type of uh, sameness, but the respect factor obviously had to be there because we had accolades in his father as well. Now, boxing, uh, according to mayweather jr was his way to get away from his dad being absent but if you let his father tell it he said that that was not the case now i just want to read a little bit of this because i had no idea the extent of the division even of the explanation of the making of this of the man you know and it it, it is it is just as confusing as it is when you see him doing things like having women come over just to count his money taking pictures and you know Instagram and that and sending pictures out. It explains a lot. Okay, he this is what Mayweather Junior said when I was young. I told her I think I should get a job. And he was talking about his grandmother. See, boxing had been a part of their life. When his dad was not there, he lived with his grandmother and he said, I think my grandmother was my saw my potential first. When I was young, I told her I think I should get a job, and she said, no, just keep boxing. When I was about eight or nine years old, I lived in New Jersey with my mother, and we were seven deep in one bedroom and sometimes didn't have electricity. He said, when people see what I have now, they have no idea of where I came from or how I didn't have anything growing up. I think that's, first of all, not true because it's obvious you didn't have something because all you do is talk about what you do have. It was very uncommon. Um, it was not very uncommon, he says, to come home to find use heroin needles in his front yard. His mother was addicted to drugs. His aunt died uh, with uh, AIDS-related drug use. And he said, people don't know the hell that I've been through. And most of his time, he said, was spent in the gym training and working on his boxing to remove himself from that. Now, his father, Mayweather Sr., says uh, that is not the truth, that he would do whatever he had to do for his son during those times, and he brought his son to the gym. Uh, Mayweather says, I don't remember ever him taking me anywhere or doing anything with me that a father would do with his son. I never I don't remember going to the park or to the movies or to get ice cream. I always thought that he liked his daughter, who is Floyd's sister, better than me, not because uh, of anything other than she never got whippings. I got whippings all the time. And the the very opposite is what's being reported by the dad. Mayweather's father says this. Floyd is not telling the truth about his early relationships, even though I sold drugs, I didn't deprive my son. The drugs I sold, he was a part of it. He had plenty of food, he had the best clothes. I gave him money. He didn't want for anything. Anybody in the town of Grand Rapids can tell you that I took care of my kids. Now, you know that's, you know that's in a of- red flags with me because when you have to get a cosign or someone who's not in your family to say that you were good to your family, uh it's probably true that you're not good to your family. So there that that, that that sent some you know radar up for me. But he said if it wasn't for me, he referring to Mayweather Junior, would not be here today. He wouldn't be where he is today with regard to boxing. Mayweather had this to say and to and just for the for those of you who ha, who didn't know, like I didn't know, this background history of the Mayweather clan, um, it was all you know, all of this is like documented on YouTube. You can go and see interviews with uh Mayweather go wrong when the introduction of his father comes into play uh he said, he also says a lot that he raised himself. He said, my grandmother did what she could do. But when she got mad at me, i go to my mom's house. My life was up and down. My mom was on drugs. And not only that, my father was incarcerated. So I was sent to live with my grandmother, uh, but, you know, I still didn't have my father. He said, too, uh, Senior said, too, in defense, you know, I didn't send him with strangers. I sent him to his grandmother while I was, you know, in jail. But I didn't realize that Mayweather had not finished high school. I didn't realize that Mayweather had not had a lot of male influence that was emotionally connected. It was all about the progression to being the the greatest boxer of all times. It was all to shape the athlete that he was, because that was the one thing that he did know that was the one thing that would get him respect. And when we come back from this little short break, we're going to talk about respect. We're opening up the lines, and, of course, I'm going to give my disclaimer. I want people to feel comfortable saying your piece on air. It is no problem with me when people disagree with what I have to say, but I think this show is the perfect show to exemplify that you can have a disagreement and still have respect. You know, and when I come back, I wanna talk about a couple of things that are not just quite this involved with regard to the Mayweathers, but there's some things that just happen on a regular, regular. They're just kind of like weird. Like that happen very often and a lot of people say that they've experienced it, they even gone through it themselves that are just downright, I think, disrespectful. And it's up to us to first learn what respect is in order to understand what disrespect is because I think we kind of use words inappropriately sometimes have nothing to do with disrespect because you haven't shown yourself respectful. I think you have to have that to start with before you can be, you know, disrespected. But according to the definitions, you know, we always have to go to the books, see what we're talking about, because we're going to talk a little bit about being Carson, who's running for presidency, and how I got just totally disrespected with just posting that. The respect that has to do with uh, service in the United States, and the symbol of the American flag, whether or not, you know, stepping on that has to do with anything. And then people are actually fighting for the right to do some really, really, really crazy things. And I I don't know if we have just lost it with regard to litigation and the legal system. The whole judicial system is just in an uproar right now. You can't get the straight of anything. And if people tell you that things are okay, you might want to hold your breath because I'm not really sure all the time. You look bad, you feel bad, and your bedroom gymnastics just are plain done. You ain't on fleek. The best way to tap into your inner sexy is to find it with Nia Jackson. Yes, Nia is the owner and operator of PYC Studios. And listen, let's say you want to learn how to work. What about pole dancing? What about booty pop? What about just learning a sexy dance for his next birthday? Yes, she is here in Hoover. She will help you learn your pace carve out that tone, sexy body that you have while all at the same time teaching you how to be a beast in the bedroom. Contact Nia at PYTstudios.com or call her at 205 444 Tell her the Empress sent Listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience very, very inexpensive it will be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at 125 If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the emperor sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell him the emperor sent you. All right. We are back, and we are talking about respect and disrespect, what it is, and how it comes about, how to recognize it. Because I'm gonna tell you, I don't. I'm not really even sure sometimes. I have to kind of like check myself because I'm just in like drop mouth mode sometimes when I say, oh, you know, that person says or this particular article says or I'm suing because of this defamation and you're disrespecting me, I'm not really sure what it is because this, when you add the the three little letters, just three, it ain't very many, three little letters to anywhere, it just denotes a discounting of what you just read and or the opposite or prose of what you've just read. So when I went into disrespect, it 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 was really it wasn't difficult. It was just a little bit odd some of the way that I had to reference the word uh, disrespect because um we we use it so many different ways, and I don't think correctly. Ugh. Not at all. Okay, it says, okay, just in plain, it says disrespect is to say or do something that shows a lack of respect for someone or something. Okay, so you're doing something or saying something that is a verb. Um, It is to show and express on purpose that you have no um, respect or it is a purposed insult. Uh, it is where you position yourself to insult another person's situation or what have you. So I said, okay, I understand that, um, but if left up into interpretation, some people are still saying that they're being disrespectful or being disrespected when the uh, I can't really find the respect Portion in it, so I went to respect. I went to look up respect, and it says this: respect is a positive feeling or an esteem, or the deference for a person or entity. Okay. It also uses the words nationality, religion, and conduct in relationship to the words respect. So it has an immediate uh, association with. Uh, nationality, uh, what nation you're from, um, religion, what rules that you abide by or not. So it's getting really close to just being a judgment, but it also says it has to do with what you do with those feelings. Uh, it there specific actions, conduct, representative of that esteem. So when you respect someone, you say and do things that are on purpose to show that you're on board with them, that you not necessarily agree with them, but that you understand where they are and they understand where you are um, with regard to a particular idea, uh, energy, or what have you. So, you know, respect can be both given and or received. So disrespect is also the same, just in the opposite. Depending on an individual's cultural reference frame, that can be something that is earned, Respect is often thought as earned or built over time. Often continued caring interactions are required to maintain or increase the feelings of respect uh, for particular individuals. And like one of the examples it says chivalry, by some definition, is an outward display of respect. Okay, so if we are to say and understand that disrespect Is the opposite of that. That means that you're going to, on purpose, do something to make sure that that other person knows that you do not agree, you do not honor, you do not feel any way remotely uh, okay with that person's feelings. And unfortunately, I think we got it kind of backwards. All I did, and I promise you, I was trying to go in a whole different realm when I posted Just a short, I don't even, I I tried to find it, and of course the person, every week I lose someone because they have interacted with me, but they actually don't know me. So they do and say things that may not be truly representative of what they're trying to um, share with me, and it's kind of scary sometimes. So all I did was I got the news just like you got the news. I was watching the news, and I saw where Ben Carson, who is a world-renowned neurosurgeon, um, is now running for the Republican ticket as a potential candidate uh, for presidency. Now, I first of all, I am um, a nurse by trade. That's just what I do to pay my bills, to pay for the show, that sort of thing. So I... Kind of knew a little bit about him, um but purely from the non political perspective i was i did read his books uh about uh I can't even think of the name of it because it's been so long ago, but it was the story of his gift of surgery uh his gift to be a neurosurgeon, and he's always known that that was what he was supposed to do that's that's just what he was made that's why he came here that's that's what his thing was, and that's what You know, that's where he's here. He lived inside of that dream. He's a Detroit-born native, and he is one that uh, is very much outside of the expectation of of a people. If you were to look at the demographics of where he came from, yes, he had learned parents. Yes, he did have the opportunity, but no, at a time as such as this, because we're not talking about a spring chicken. We're talking about someone who is a lot uh older than um myself. I and I wanna say I'm not old. I'm gonna go choke this puppet right quick. Uh but I'm not old. I am a person who is very familiar with um the task of being inside of a science that is not um welcoming. Okay? First of all, surgeons themselves surgeons themselves are people who have to hold the gamut of of, of, of responsibility um, sometimes to themselves, even though it takes a team of people to make stuff happen, it ends up falling back onto the surgeon's back. And neurosurgery, let me tell you something, and I hope they don't get me for saying this, but I'm going to say it. Neuro doctors are crazy. They just are. They're just not, not just the surgeons, the neurologists, the practitioners, all of them. They're special people. They're not the most, They just have a superiority about themselves, and I think that it's just probably common to say, in my experience, which is very limited, but it's mine still the same, Um, they just have, like, this inappropriateness about them. I've noticed that. The nurses that I've worked with have noticed that. The doctors that I've worked with with them have noticed that. They just have this way about them that is just kind of like, this is what I'm going to do and you're going to deal with it, and I really don't care. He's made headlines in the political arena already in that realm, so that's not extra exciting for me. But all I did was I posted that he was running, um, and I just waited to see what other people thought about him, whether or not they took the stance of, uh support uh or denying support because he of course is he's not a, a democratic uh candidate he is an african american uh man as well which would almost be like uh you know for some people who feel like uh, the only reason why obama's in office is because he's a black person um they totally disrespect his capabilities of being able to govern Um, just solely because he was black. And I think that same kind of undertone was in different other threads. I was on um, a page, and I'm not going to promote it because it's not the most uh, uh, savvy page of of thinkers. I think it's very, very right-winged. A lot of people on that page have a lot to say when it comes to anything African-American And they have a lot to say that's negative. And, of course, me being African-American, I would defer to say that most of what happens in our community sometimes is of, you know, uh, critique. We love to critique people, period, but we love to critique our own people a lot more harshly. And without allowing other people to to do it, so I don't want to promote that page because that's what they're going to do. They are going to say some things that I don't think are cute and I think sometimes are just not even true. I think it's just because they can. They can say it and they can put it under the umbrella of being a political stance. But they had a lot to say about him. But on my own page, I did not even expect it. All I did was say that he was running... I was excited. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if he would even win. And I I just said, "Oh my god, we got Ben Carson running for president." And the gates of hell broke open. People started to say things that were uh I would delete because I didn't even want that on my page, but there was one particular guy on the page who is just a Facebook friend. I don't know him personally. I've never met him. He has some of the most disrespectful things to say. Then there was one of my friends who decided to say the C word and not the C-U word that men say about nasty women, the C-O-O-N word that black people in particular have been given pass to say against their brothers and sisters who have a different train of thought than they. Now, uh, this, this friend of mine, and I still consider a friend, I'm glad we're able to have a dialogue without the whole back and forth thing. Um, you say it was a mistake. I say, okay. I do know that my spell check is, is freaky sometimes, but it was like, why in the hell? Which she says is good. And I'm just trying to understand why we do not support our own people just for the sake of support, not saying give him the presidency just because he's black. At least see what his platform is about because we know very little about the man as far as politics. In fact, he's already said, I am not a politician. I will not be running this ticket as a politician. Um, I'm probably going to be the most un. Um, celebrated, uh, you know, person in this particular venue, I'm wondering what people are going to do, and I was just interested to see how many nays we got uh, with regard to it, and I'm trying to pull up that thread, and while we do that, I'm going to go ahead and open up the line for anybody to speak if they would like to, because again, the empire is here for you. Empire is here for you to say what you have to say, and my right doesn't make it the end all. It just makes it my opinion, and I welcome all um, opinions that are are there. Uh, 9098, you're on the air. Do you have anything to say about anything you've heard so far or just in general about disrespect? 9098 is the last four digits of your phone number. Can you hear me? Okay. Yep. Not, I can hear you. Okay. I'm you, so sorry. Did you have anything
2: to say? That's
1: okay. That's
2: okay. Nope. It's Maria. Um,
1: for the most part, I'm just listening um, to what it, okay. the show was about. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about different types of disrespect. And I want to tell you, I want to go to a more a more casual disrespect. I can say I'm going to go ahead and open up another line. Maybe they'll have something to say to about this as well. Last four digits of your phone number, 4699. Are you there? Can you hear me?
3: Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me?
1: Yes, I can hear you. Um, we're talking about disrespect. Had you already been? I saw where you came onto the line. I want to go ahead and invite everybody on the line as they come on. We have some block numbers, and it's fine. You don't have to identify yourself if you don't want to, but I like to invite people to just be as candid as you can. It's nothing that you say about me even. You know, some people call into the show And they don't like me, and I know they don't like me, and it's okay. The thing about me and the thing about the empire is I think that dialogue is just healthy. (laughs) I think it's just healthy. I think it's what you should do. I think you should always offer the opportunity for people to have some say about whatever, so that you can better understand. Because I'm telling you, when you get a good understanding, you are just in a better place now. Colin 4699, did you have anything to say so far? Because we've talked a little bit about Mayweather. We've also talked a little bit about Ben Carson, who's running um, for the Republican ticket. And I wanted to introduce another uh, disrespectful, I think, common, common, common positioning um, that we just don't talk about so far but did
3: you have anything to say so far well you know I, I, I agree with you um uh, Floyd Mayweather is disrespectful you know I was his fan up until video of him disrespecting his father so mm-hmm. you know, I had heard the rumors about him jumping on this woman or whatever but I, I, um, it wasn't that i gave him a pass i you know i know in situations of, of domestic violence where it's brother on brother uh a husband on a wife, boyfriend um, you know it, it can be all how, how you view it <clears throat> but when i seen him disrespect his father that kind of like solidified that hey this this man you know, he just really don't have any qualms or he don't have no true integrity <clears throat> For him to compare himself to Muhammad Ali, a man that is known for his integrity, his um, his his, his personal power, um, his his love for his people, um, it, it just really baffles me that he can even put that in his. Mind. And and as far as um being called, you know, I think he would be a great president, but he'll never win. He would never win.
0: only people.
1: Mhm. Go
3: ahead. I, I just said on um, only only um a black man such as Obama could win that you know. You got to be on uh, as far as what? a black man winning the president, he got to be alluring to the white race as well. Well, let me tell you something.
1: I don't know that I totally agree with that, and I'm going to tell you why, because I do understand, if I'm not correct, just do correct me. I understand that a lot of people feel like Obama has a quote-unquote cultured part of himself that caters to white America. But if that is the essence of most people saying being Carson is not, I think that may not be necessarily fair to say about Obama, but even if we said it was true and uh, as so true with uh, being Carson, when you work with medicine, when you work in medicine, period, I don't care if you're a GI doctor, and in his particular case, one of the most intricate types of surgeons in the world, because it's a difference when you're a toe doctor and you got nine other ones that you can replace. But if you fuck up a brain, you pretty much gone. If you can't fix a head, a brain, kind of like a the only one that you're going to be able to get. Um, you're pretty much maimed, and I think the pressure of being able to or having the need to kind of feed the masses with the smile or that quote-unquote being uh, able to soothe the hearts of white people, I think that is so beyond um, the issue of him not being able to be the president because this is the same thing they said about Barack. Uh, When you look educationally, their comparative to education just in different fields of study, he is not, if I'm not mistaken, he's not married, and I don't think he had any children. Um, when I read his book a while back, and that's been a long time ago that I read that book, but if I'm not mistaken, he was he was born to a family of other brothers, um, and, you know, he just doesn't fit the whole presidential candidate look because when you look at it, aside from him being black, You know, he just is a man on his own. Uh, And he's also a man that kind of just says whatever he wants to say. Inside of that thread that I was referring to earlier uh, that I had about his running, um, there was an instance of a couple of people actually brought up his, his disrespecting the president at a uh, luncheon that he was uh, or dinner that he was advised to or given permission to come to, because to be in the in the presence of the president to like eat and stuff, there's a lot of serious clearances that happens. And just because you got money, don't mean nothing. You actually can't be a felon. I know that's one thing. You can't even go to the White House if you have a felony record. Uh, but to have and break bread with the president is a big thing. And for him to be on the opposite side of the party lines as the president, I don't know why people were excited about him being uh, uh, on the opposite end. Uh, It was almost as if because he's black, I guess he's supposed to agree, but that's just not the point. You know, those are big, big, big disrespectful types of things. Let's talk about some really just basic. Now, with regard to the United States of America, you know, I'm here just like you all are. I see your area codes. I know you live here. You know, you live here in the United States of America. And I can, I'm kind of guessing. I don't know for sure because I can't guess somebody's nationality. But I happen to know that Maria's been on the show before, so I know she's female. And then my guy here with the base calling out of the 251, I know you must be an African-American male because I can, I got this, seventh sense because my sixth sense is, is is the woman thing. My seventh sense is I can feel my brothers and sisters. Like I can just feel them by their talk sometimes even by what they type sometimes what who and what they are because it tell it tells on themselves now if I'm mistaken, let me know and tell me <laughs> tell me if you not if you is not um black it's fine, black you know you don't have to be black to be on the empire and 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 that's the one thing that I do want to say outright and on this show in particular. People think just because I have very positive things to say about black people, and because I'm in their group, I'm going to say that you know if I wait for anybody or any other group of people to say it, it ain't happening for one but for two, it does not mean that the opposite is true because I highlight when there are wrongs against black people. There are some things that are happening in this world right now today that are absolutely wrong, and ain't nothing you can do about it but acknowledge it. Now, you can play like you don't see that there are a sle- there are tons and tons of incidents happening on what seems like a damn day-to-day basis of black people being killed, brown people being discredited. It's just the truth. Now, if you can't handle the truth, this is not the show for you. Even sometimes I have to eat my own truth because it is the truth and it doesn't give me even a pass. See, the truth doesn't really need help. And disrespect is just the truth. There are some things that have, have, have happened with our president that would never have happened with other presidency.
2: Or any other
1: candidate, for that matter. I'm not understand why people want to act like that's not the truth. Okay, we got a new caller on the phone, and I want to introduce you by your last four digits or your phone number. And if you would like to have something to say about the disrespect, do you think that the president of the United States has been disrespected more so than any other president? Twenty-three ninety-one. I'm here. Do you think um, that there has been some disrespect of our president? Of course. Why?
0: Okay. The bigger picture of it is is that he's
1: black. <laughs> that's just all it is to it. Um, okay. And that's what they're they're never going to respect him because um, because he's black. And I
0: okay.
1: don't get into politics because I don't. It's just like, it's, it's a situation, and, you know, I have a temper. So I don't really discuss. I believe what I believe, you know what I'm saying? But I do think that he um, he was never, he's never really, um, nobody has really taken him um, taken him seriously and never really given a fair chance uh, because of the color of his skin. And, that just, that's and that's just, my just opinion, and that's just my opinion. This is what it boils down to. Now, there I was looking at some of the definitions to respect and disrespect, and it almost started to merge into the right and wrong. Okay, my guy, forty six ninety nine. Are you there? Can you hear me? Because I can hear your background, like really.
3: Oh, um I didn't know my background loud. I mean it's the quiet in here. what you hear? <clears throat>
1: So I can go tell you what I hear. It seemed like I heard a TV or whatever, but I want to see if you agree with me. Let's and we were talking about politics, and politics gets a little bit bored at times because it's just like my girl says. Sometimes it just is what it is, and there's nothing you can do about it. Respect is that way as well. Do you think that there's anything that we can do to force respect, or do you think that respect has to be earned?
3: Well you know, um right now the climate we live here in america when I say we, I'm talking about brown people, people that are people of color um it, it i know um a lot of people may disagree with me, but we still in field. um we we' we i mean, as far as um statistics, we worse, you know, and we're the one. I felt the most. We're the ones that, uh have the police robberhoods, like looking for twenty four seven. You know, I'm. I'm
1: and I'm gonna tell you, I, I do want you to stay on the line with us. And what it is is, I'm getting a lot of feedback because I think you may be listening to yourself. The feed will be available after the show is over. And I want you to try if you can get in another area because I'm interested always interested in when we have male calls because when they're able to be vocal, I think not that their opinion is more weighty than ours is. It's just very uncommon sometimes for men to be expressive about certain things except for when it's about sex. And, you know, we're going to talk about sex in just a little bit because there's some some disrespectful shit going on in that realm too. I couldn't believe it. And I didn't even know that this was the norm. But before we leave politics, I think you were saying that there's just some things that happens with the black and brown community that just doesn't happen any other place and that we're sort of still in a certain level of slavery, modern day slavery is what I call it. A lot of people don't like the slavery word, hell. I don't like to say it, but when you think about doing something necessarily without getting any benefit for your own necessary, that's not even a word, for my necessity, I get nothing, but I'm doing everything that I do to make someone else's necessary able. That's what slavery is. I mean, it's just free labor, free giving. It's just giving what you do, what you say, what you work with, even your your own dignity over, you know, biting your tongue when the truth is just the truth is just the truth. I put a big piece of tape across my face today, and I cut my chin because I was trying my best not to say something, you know, out of the way because I was, like, well on my way out of being out of the way, and it would have been turned are deemed disrespectful, but the truth has very little to do with um, whether or not disrespect is according to the definition because it says uh, it is a feeling and you don't have to have a a cosign for you to feel what you feel. If you don't like somebody and you tell them that you don't like them that's just that's actually respectful when you're when you're when you're you let them know what your truth is but to be disrespectful is to go out of your way to try to dismantle someone um Uh, and to go against their judgment just for the purpose of kind of like messing with them when the qualities are actually one way and you're going to try your best just to make it not be that way. So uh, somebody being cute or somebody being mean, you know, it's all subjective, but there are some modes of just plain respect and disrespect that you can't even put on the same uh, level of grade is that now we talked a little bit about president i gonna tell you another thing that made me um, want to do this show I was watching some of the film uh, about Malcolm X and you know what I, baby I would have joined a nation so hard just to be his wife like I would have been trying to get in there you know for the wrong reasons because Malcolm was just one hundred. You know, he and he wasn't the he didn't have the the, the the lily white or the clean background of of living. He had a life that was torrid with a lot of different things and it was only after all of those freedoms were removed from him that he came to himself and just be you know, decided to be of a certain thread and to have a certain mode of belief. Now, I don't know, you know, what people, what everybody feels about uh, Malcolm X, but I, you know, when people see Malcolm X, a lot of people have to say some very negative things, some very controversial things. They always talk about uh, him being a violent person. And the truth, let's just talk about the truth. The, The truth is he was being disrespected because he had become too powerful contain and he started to make other people who felt the same as he did feel empowered and it was a very unstable situation because the situation was that of control when you're trying to control somebody you cannot let uh, their their personal endeavors and their personal affirmations become focused because when you do that, you allow that person to feel moved to act on it. Um, and that that I mean, I just I fell in love with the story of Malcolm X way back when uh, I learned about him. But the movie didn't help when uh, Denzel was it. That didn't help because I just. Fell in love with the little redhead man. I fell in love with the wrong stuff. But after listening to some of his speeches, and all of his speeches are on YouTube, you can go and look at some of the original speeches, some of the broadcasts that never got aired because Dude was just plain about his truth. Whether you believe it or not, it demanded respect. When you say Malcolm X today, it kind of just demands that respect. Even if you don't know it, 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 there's a certain tone that comes along with it, and that is the truth of our – it should be the truth of ourselves as well. It's not that you're going to make – like, that's the thing about respect. You cannot make someone respect you. Uh, And I kind of differ with the definition of uh, respect because a lot of these definitions have a time gradient – It has to do with the level of it. Once I think truth meets and tones and uh, cues in with a person who's in that same realm, um, I don't think it takes very long at all. Uh, It's your agenda that may change that. If someone has a different agenda for the use of that truth, I think it may take a little bit longer, and I think people are just distrustful of each other. But uh, when I saw some of those, it made me want to just know. Like, why are so many of our brothers and sisters, and particularly black women and men, so disrespectful of each other? Like, you know, Ben Carson is a big person. He don't care what we talk about until it's time to vote. So he he might come to your church later. But right now. They're they doing what they want to do. But When it comes to just some regular stuff, like some regular just relationship types of things, I posted, uh, and this was absolutely the truth. I didn't think of it as a disrespect because I do know this person. Um, I have had a sort of romantic happening with this person, and we've known each other, but what I want for my life and what he has in the now is just so different that for us to even try to do anything on that grand of a difference is just kind of a waste of time. I I was told that that was just disrespectful. What I'm talking about is this: the, the late night calls, the calls that come in the night or the texts that come in the night to ask you what you're doing and how you're doing and what's up and can I come by and that sort of thing. Now, I'm not going to play with you and act like I have not answered some of those calls. Let's just do 100. That's how we do on the on the empire. Uh, and, and my guy, I'm trying to open your line, but every time I open it, I get mega, mega feedback. So if you're listening on your radio or if you're listening on the Internet, I can hear the ba- I can hear myself talking. I don't hear it now because you just did something. So do that until we get to you because I do want to hear a man's point of view on this because it's important. And, again, once the show is over, the thread of however you, found me, however can you can text, found me, I can tag. See, that I'm hearing myself again. I'm going to have to put you on mute. I'm going to have to put you on mute because you're not listening to me. You're listening to me talking. I'm having to hear it. I want the show to be where you can listen back at it. So when you get to a place where you can not hear the feedback or you can mute your mic until you talk with me, you can still hear, but I can't hear your feedback. That will be the best. Okay, so this late-night calling, okay. First of all, I don't know what time y'all go to sleep. I don't sleep very well. Okay, Rio, you're still there, my guy, and, and 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 I think maybe Mobile, if you're still there, we'll talk with you about it. Um, late for me is two in the morning. Okay, because I sometimes don't go to sleep until that time. But I've heard different people say the only thing going on at that time of the night is something that ain't supposed to, or something that grown folks do. And that's just what I've heard. Now, whether or not it's disrespectful to always have company or have your whatever you do late at night, you know, you're coming together, you're learning of each other. If that's what people do, I was not aware of that. That's the time of night that I have always been up since I've been divorced. I have been the person that you text and talk to late at night until I fall asleep. Because I'm usually up, and that's just I, that's just where I've been. I put uh, I, I just said that on Facebook that there was that happening that that had happened to me, and that cons- consistently, I know this person likes me. I know what this person um, wants with me. I know that it's not probably going to be the best answer uh, 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 of what you should do. Uh conversation late at night is just different than conversation in the day. I think that it is. I think the quality of it is even in health care there's a lot more that you can do in the day evaluatively and um monitoring uh of care and those sorts of things. you can just do them better in the daytime. I don't know why, but we do a lot of things more uh expressly and truthfully in the light okay, so why exactly would a guy call and text? late in the night, and we're going to go to our guy for this particular part of the, because I don't know if I should have been offended or if this is something of a disrespect, but I had a, a cousin of mine tell me that that was just disrespectful. He was a dog. There's no quality of respect in that type of goings on. I want to know what you think about it. My guy out of two 251. Your can phone. you hear me? Yes,
3: I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. okay um well yeah, yeah yeah you know um when when a man and a woman come together, especially when you know they're in the dating stage, you know it's it's really um it's it's definitive of who that person is right so even- you know in the beginning it starts off everybody's nice, and as time goes on you begin to see these qualities and characteristics of the person. And um, my mother always told me, never ignore anything when you first get to know a woman. You know, if she suddenly outbursts or if um, you call her and some guy answers her phone, you know, you got to pay attention to all those things. So all I can tell you is this, that um, if you don't feel right about it, don't go go along with it. You him because um there's there's a man out there that's just perfect for you, and you know I found a perfect woman I found her, okay. and that's another thing you know and in, in, in i'm 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 uh i'm I'm a righteous person, and uh the words say that uh a man when when a man finds a woman he finds a, a a beautiful thing a wonderful thing you hear me? and um uh, okay. so 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 don't 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 worry about it the right man gonna find you I found the right woman.
1: Well, I'm not even worried about being found, and I do understand that the Bible says particulars about how that is to happen, but I think it's being literally interpreted as that a woman is supposed to be hidden in order to be found because when you say finding, that's a whole other topic, but are you saying that you agree that it is totally in a man's interest of deceit uh, to uh, date at night and, uh, is 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 a call to you know because very very many times have I gotten calls from people and there was nothing of romance in it and and males uh, in particular because I'm heterosexual of course but I'm just saying like why why is that just totally disrespectful does disrespect stop when the sun comes up? Or could I not say that that same uh, idea of disrespect couldn't happen in the daytime?
3: Well, you know, sure. <clears throat> you know, from from, from a um, man's point of view, I can say this, that, uh, of, of course, now I'm married, you know, but when I was out there and, uh, and when I say out there, I ain't talking about looking for a wife. When I was just out there doing my thing, if I called you late at night, you already know mm-hmm.
1: See See, that, that's the thing. I did not, I, I, I don't know how I would know that. I don't know how I would know that.
3: So, you know, that's, that's just way, the way I would.
1: Mm-hmm. What about a woman? Do women do disrespectful things in particular? Because I, I posted a little funny on Facebook. I'm not sure if you're, a Facebook friend or not, but I posted a picture of a well, a, a video of a girl at a stop sign, and of course, these are all these are all comedians. So everything that was posted was for the fact of being funny, um, whether or not it. I was cracking up, and she obviously was something to be sought after by both of the men, but one man over the other decided that he wanted to take the cap off of the other guy just to show, just to show that he was a better candidate than uh, another. And I'm just trying to understand, is there a level of disrespect that uh, is expected from a woman? Is it something that men just, oh, you know, that's just how she's going to act. That's not really disrespect or, or is it disrespectful to just uh, kind of dismiss someone who's who you're not interested
3: in? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. You know, uh, the the, the it, it depends on um the the level that the man is at because what I consider disrespectful is um uh, would be totally different uh, to another man, you know. Um, as far as um, uh, what I expect, it's, it's all about my personal expectation. What I'm looking for in a woman, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if I'm out there going to clubs and and, and trying to find a, a mate, you know, I can't expect much. But you know, if 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 I'm out there really looking for a wife, a woman, a, a life mate, you know, then my expectations are higher. You know, it just depends on what a man is at. He really does.
1: So there's a certain level of respect uh, that changes in expectation depending on how you're dealing with a woman, and I think that's a bigger truth than a lot of people are willing to admit to. A lot of the times people want to say uh, certain things but then act as if – when the happenings occur, that there's a special circumstance. You know, disrespect is just that. We, we've we already defined it. We've said that it's a specific disregard for another person's feelings, their qualities, or respect factor. And, again, in a thread that I had posted earlier, I was trying to just get a conversation started so that people can actually listen or read uh, something different about someone else's position. Um, and very quickly, it, it, one of the other things that I think is just like majorly, majorly disrespectful that I see a growing habit of people doing, and I'm not just talking about any people, I'm talking about our people. Black people, I love you. Like, I have a special little place because, like, this is like family. We really are community, and I think every race of people should have that, but I think it's more expressed in the black community just because we had that only to kind of lean on. So this that's where we kind of started, in particular with what, People's personal opinions are of current events, you know, whether it's the presidency, whether it's the candidacy for president, whether it is a mode of dress. I posted a picture of these women who were scantily dressed, all of them. I mean, I mean, and I'm not judging, I'm saying scantily because I was able to see their gizzards, all of them, all the way from 16 years old up to however old. Uh, Uh, Beyonce is, and all of them at different points uh, appeal to different audiences, but it speaks to a generation of persons who are functioning at that level, uh, and you expect a teenager to not know what to wear to prom. Now, this particular picture I'm speaking of is in the event. You'll have to go to the event to look at it, but it is a prom dress of a high schooler who was turned around at the door and told she could not participate in prom because her dress was not appropriate and I think very very rightfully so now we have a new caller on the line I like to introduce everybody who has something to say if you do and if not just say hi and I'll just keep talking 9770 the last four digits of your phone number have you seen the dress that I'm talking about online Um, the a black female okay they they hung up as soon as they heard as soon as they heard their numbers and let me tell you I do not put people on blast on this show I can see your numbers and I do not uh hope that I give the impression that I'm being some type of extra like I'm going to say something that's that's, you know, disrespectful to you, but uh, I I offer everybody the opportunity to have something to say, and and just like I said in my little commercial, it's not fair for me to always come off as preaching, so I didn't feel like trying to get uh, uh, a co-host Tonight I tried, but I didn't want to force anybody to have an opinion. And this is the, the interesting thing about respect. When respect is there, um, it, it you know, like I've I've heard people say, I demand respect. I demand, you know, that I give respect, so I demand respect. Respect is a giving and a receiving. Ain't no taking in it. Like you can't pull that out of somebody when it's not there. The same is true when um, you can't give respect
2: when you're doing
1: some disrespectful things. And um, I want to talk about one other thing before we uh wrap up tonight there was a young guy during the beginnings of the baltimore happenings there were protests and there were riots there but during the time of protest organized protest there was a young black man who decided to go to a protest area with his backpack actually was at the campus of a school here in the united states he um took uh, several of his brothers and sisters of the same liking of mine and decided to go to um, protest against the United States in general because some of the things that had been happening in Baltimore, they felt were not representative of what was happening in the world uh, fairly and appropriately, appropriately with persons who were, Uh, citizens of the United States of America. So he had a position. His position, I think, had been being well-received, but at the same time, once he had made his point, he took out his flag, laid it down on the ground, and began to step on it, walk on it, um, stomp on it. Uh, I don't think he ever took to fire on it. Uh, Several of the other students, started to do the same thing. Right now there is a new uh, social happening, just like they did with some of the disease process, the Ice Bucket Challenge, all these other types of challenges. People are being asked to do the uh, the Baltimore Challenge where you uh, desecrate the flag uh, that represents the, the country that we, we live in. And I'm not so sure that this is appropriate. You know, because some people say that they're just being, um, they're using their freedom of speech. They're using their right to have something to say and their right to protest. There's a fine line between that and disrespect. Uh, caller 4699, do you think that that is disrespectful? And if so, why?
3: I, I don't think it's disrespectful at all. You know, um, uh, um, uh, you know, I've heard views that the flag itself don't represent the government, the um, the um, uh, the 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 races, the systematic race race racism of this country. But the flag does represent this country, and this country, this country is very racist. I mean, a, a lot of people don't want to admit to that, but it it is. It, it, if it wasn't mm-hmm. so racist, the mamas wouldn't be so vast, but be, between um, um, white people, and black people, or, or people of color for that matter. You know, it's just not just brown people or black people. It's it's, it's people of color, and so therefore, um, I I don't think it's disrespectful. Um, what's disrespectful is is, is, is the way um this country has devised its judicial system. As as devised, even this economic system. I mean, I mean, um, there's no question that there are things put in place to keep us down. I, I mean, I mean, it's proven. I mean, you take the smartest people in the country going to the most prestigious colleges in the country. They do proving that this country is racist. And, and, and you know what gets me is that there are so many that don't want to mix they want to justify that if it doesn't exist, that we we're just we're just uh, we're out of our mind for even thinking that. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And so, so um uh, um all these smart people are just they just ignorant. They don't know what they're talking about. All these studies are, are just wrong. It's it's just like the Republicans that don't want to believe in um, global warming. It's it's just ridiculous. It's, it's, it's just ignorant, you know? And so, no, it's not disrespectful. Um, what's disrespectful is how this country treats us. And if that brother want to express itself that way, that's, that's okay. Because um, if you look at um, people, um, we're just going to say people that are not black, people that are not people of color, the way they've expressed themselves in the past has been so violent. I'm for real, so destructive. Not only to uh, uh, um, to to us who, who, who they came out against, but also to themselves, to this country, to this economic mm-hmm. uh, um, um, uh, the economic um, advancement of this country. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. So so what's wrong with him stomping on the flags and hey man, y'all need to get to your, get yourself together. Ain't no wrong
1: with that. Well, you know what. I, that's not too far from how I believe, and we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to go Empire. Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things That really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am The Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where The Empress speaks and The Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight. But nobody's going to change this but us. Uh-huh. Okay, a little quick snippet about disrespect. I have to say that I don't think that if you have a governing body that has constitutional rights that are written in old books on walls in every governmental building that you have that says that you have the freedom to express yourself that just because it makes someone else feel uncomfortable, that doesn't change the rule. The rule is is that you have the freedom to express yourself as long as it doesn't infringe upon the rights of another person. Okay, no one has the right to tell another what their rights are except for the law. And actually, the law has already passed in several states that it is against the law to desecrate the flag. He did not desecrate the flag. He stood on the flag. There are places and cities still here in the United States where kids get pissed off and they even YouTube that they are pissed off at a certain ideology of the United States or a certain candidacy of the United States or a certain stance of the media, whether it's social media or the literal media outlets which just happens to be the most powerful way to change people's minds, is to show them or to tell them consistently, whether it's by radio, television, or now the Internet, they have the right to do it, and they're not incarcerated. So the fact that a black man in this particular situation was supposedly going to be investigated by the government, another agency that was created, the FBI for the purpose of snooping, I mean, I know they says the Federal Bureau of Investigations and they have their own governing laws as to why, but nobody governs them other than the government who they work for, so basically they get to do what they want to do and say that the government made them do it. Now, this guy just simply said he was pissed. The, the the government says, the law says he has the right to bear arms. He had a gun with him, though, that he didn't have the right to. So at that point, you have to say, yeah, you were wrong. You were going against what was the right thing to do, but there are people right now today, actually yesterday, I don't know if it was yesterday or today, there were conflicting reports that another black man in Baltimore was shot in the back. Now, the media said that they weren't going to say anything about it, but the truth of the matter is that it's disrespectful to lie on purpose or to go against what the truth obviously is. There were several videos that shot this, and people are being rounded up. Whoever has video of this particular shooting where we're going, Internationally, say that it didn't happen. We're going to arrest you now. So they're disrespecting the rights that they have. Still, right now today, there's not any law that says that you can't uh, video anything. With uh, you, don't have to have permission. I know that had been you know spoken. You know you have to have permission of an officer. No, you don't. So far, the law has not changed, and you, ignorance of the law is going to be the the reasons why people are going to get in trouble. If you don't understand what the law says that you can do and not do and you do anything, then, yeah, you're going, you're going, you're going to be in trouble for that. I mean, even in uh, when they were talking about Pacquiao, somebody even emailed me some information saying that Pacquiao is actually going to be sued because he was sick or he was hurt or he had an injury on the day of the fight that he didn't disclose, which goes against whatever the rules and regulations are. See, there are rules and regulations with everything. You do not have the right to be disrespectful and change and alter the rights and respects of another person. Now, you can be a fool all by yourself as long as it don't harm nobody else. you good. You can actually go online and say a whole bunch of crazy stuff about people and um, be disrespectful. You can be um, uncouth. You can uh, be lack and devoid of chivalry. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's across the uh, pay grades, too, because Donald Trump, Hey, you know I look at him in such a different way because people give him accolades just because of who he is. But if you sit back and watch what he does and what he says, this is a man who is a supposedly a financial guru, but he has filed bankruptcy more than more more than any other five hundred uh, uh, level of uh, agencies in, in 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 the United States. Uh, I can't get my words out right now because someone's trying to distract me, but. Um, yeah, he he's filed, you know if if it was just me and I had a business and I'm saying you know I have a Fortune 500 company and you went and found out that every two or three years I was filing bankruptcy would you really hold me in a certain respect? No, but because nobody knows the full truth, nobody's getting the knowledge of what's actually going on. People get sidetracked. The same way that we were talking earlier about being Carson. Being Carson is a neurosurgeon who has all of the accolades and obviously must meet some of the requirements to run. I know there's a, I can't even remember it from high school or even elementary school, whenever they told us about what the requirements were to run for the United States. And one of the major things that they had to say about Obama was that he was not born in the United States of America when he was, and they tried to disprove that into his second term. They were trying their best to use the law against him just simply because they didn't want him in office it speaks to a bigger truth when you deal with disrespect to this level. You cannot force someone to respect you. Respect is earned, okay? Either it's going to be given to you, warranted by what you are offering in, your, in yourself, of yourself, what you do, how you do it. But if you have to be your own cheerleader for that doing, you're probably also going to be the person who's going to be trying to beat somebody over the head to give you your accolades for that. The, the guy who has now blocked me, whose name is, and I said I wasn't going to put him on blast, so I'm not going to put him on blast, but he went back and forth with me when all I was trying to do was get dialogue for this particular show. But he had to be disrespectful to me to the tune of offering me a job and saying that, you know, I probably needed him and that he probably gave more money to uh, uh, social uh, causes than I did, which is the direct opposite of why you give. Like, I I don't toot my horn about what I do give. I do give. I I do give. But I'm not here to toot what I think uh, needs to be praised because in certain levels of giving you should have humility and when you're helping for the cause and not for the hoopla, you most of the time you don't want to say nothing. Like you need to just hush and sit back take a damn seat. You know, I, I told him to take several seats and two thumbs up in the middle of my hand because some, some things you don't, you shouldn't even want people to recognize you for just being human. When you see people who are impoverished or people who don't have, like, hell, I don't have a lot. I'm not a very well-off woman, but what I do have, I give of myself. I don't have a national platform. What platform I do have, I use for a a good that's bigger than myself, even when it hurts me, even when I'm stepping on my own uh, toes, even when it's not something that I'm a a professional at, because this is the way that humanity works. We're supposed to be helpers one of another, but if you out there, trying to toot your on your hands and mouth and stuff going to be too full trying to let everybody know about you. It's bigger than just you. When you change in a way that's good and for a greater good, if you if you understand math, when everybody does that in different ways, we start to meet the needs of other people without them even knowing that they had a need to start with. Like a person who's like Ben Carson, he's a neurosurgeon. His better good was being able to be the best surgical uh, doctor with regard to the brain that there is. He perfected it. You know, there's heart surgeons who do the same thing. Um, imagine the move of a surgeon to say, "Our country needs help, so I want to see if there's maybe something that I can do, non-political." But no, we didn't say that. A lot of people decided to discredit the man without even giving him a chance when they're not doing anything that's uh, substantive. Substantive. I'm I'm being tight on right now. Of substance, you haven't done anything for your immediate community that has substance. Dude told me to Google him. He said, Google me and you will find me. You will know that I could have helped you. And see, when you're coming from the stance that I am, and let me tell you, I come from a hard place when I'm talking and when I'm having shows, regardless of if we're talking about thoughts or we're talking about politics, whether we're talking about love or we're talking about sex, I'm coming from a place that's pure and it's not to elevate myself, okay? Because I will be the first person to let you know that I don't know it all, but I won't I don't absorb disrespect when it's blatant. I let dude just come at me over and over and over again, and it shows itself. See, when you are working in a respectful way, you're doing something in a way that's positive and upcoming. But I don't care what your mouth say, if your actions don't match that, and then your service is being tooted out like, ooh, ooh, look at me. That's not the air that I I want to deal with. Same thing. That's one of the reasons why this kind of fell heavy with me with uh, Mayweather. I understand, and I can, I have to, the statistics of boxing speak for itself but I've never said anything about his capability as a boxer. I'm talking about his capability of an influence and a man, a man who can tell the world that I'm going to take $250,000 to the strip clubs to feed the hoes. That's craziness to me when you have that amount of power and you live in a city that I'm sure is impoverished or you come from a culture that's impoverished. You even tell me about your sad story of how people won't even believe the things that I'm going through, but you're so well removed from it that you celebrate yourself just because the only thing that you know how to do perfectly right is boxer man. I mean, if that's the essence of your life, that's great, but I think that we're supposed to be at a better service to each other than just that. And at the same time, don't discount your brother. Like, it, that that gets on my nerves so much. So we all and we almost celebrate some of that stuff. Now we say, you know, we crabs in a barrel. What we do is we just wait till the next man get up, and then we just pull him down. That's not cute. Like, that's not that's not cute to say. And if we're able to articulate that, knowing we're able to do something different than to change, even when there are women who come at me and say things about me when I know I'm just trying to be the best of myself. When I, I posted pictures inside of the event tonight of me with my new little extensions that I put in because I'm trying to save my hair, just because I know there are people who feed off of, Critiquing every little thing about what I do, and it's not, you know. And it, I just want you to see yourself. I, I I I love interacting with people because it shows you yourself. If you at your first giving, every time you open your mouth, you're disrespecting somebody else's being, their mood, their purpose, uh, their postings, their saying. If every time you open your mouth. It's something of disrespect. It says a lot about that person. And if all you can talk about is money, you know, because, you know, Mayweather is the money team, you know, you can't help but that stuff resurface, back in your life. Less than a week after you the won this $220 million, your baby mama is in court already the file the charges and everything, so she can get some of your money that you advertise, and that that's who you are. You're nothing. Everybody wants money. So I wouldn't be surprised if, in the next couple of weeks, with him talking the way that he's talking, with him ushering that same type of energy back into his life, someone else is going to be after his money. And after them, somebody else is going to be after his money until he changes his ways. One of my friends out of Mobile told me this, I think a couple of weeks ago. He said that he came to a realization of why so many young people are dying. Why the young generation Is so willing to kill kill And and, um, Martyr themselves in the name of Justice or you know Colors or gang affiliations Or pride or you know somebody Stepping on their uh, reputation Or whatever they're willing to sacrifice themselves Is because he said And I hadn't even thought about it this way he said Even the Bible says that a person Who honors their mother and father Will have longer days than someone Who does not so the obituary are going to start to have smaller and smaller numbers because of the lack of respect. You do not have respect. There's some basic things that you just don't. Doing nothing is the easiest way to be respectful than to be disrespectful. If you could just shut your mouth, if if he could just not say some of the things that he has said, do you not think that his dad just cringes every time he has to you know, know that he was removed from this man's life. Now, he's got out of jail. He's hurt his time. He's trying to get himself back into his son's life, and every move he makes, his son makes him pay for it. You know, we are not all meant to be here forever, and a man's name and his reputation has a certain level of respect or not, regardless of what you do or not. So I say that if you have the knowledge or the awareness of that, you can make some purposeful changes in your life where people can't help, but say, some positive stuff. It ain't even got to be phony. Like the worst thing than somebody who bidding for accolades or somebody who getting accolades and you know they ain't doing why that is coming from a place of just wanting to get accolades? I do this in essence to help somebody else because it's it, the equation is is whatever I put out, it'll come back to me. Call it selfish if you want, but it has healed me from a lot of different things that have happened in my life. No, I ain't got no two hundred twenty million dollar purse like Mayweather does, but just a two hour conversation every here and there helps me with learning something new about myself, learning what somebody else's perspective is. And I have yet, out of the four years that I have been doing this, not learned something that I haven't been able to apply to my life that's been for the better. It is really easy. You know, respect doesn't have to be forced. The first thing you have to do is you have to listen because sometimes you just don't hear what that person is saying. Internet is a great thing and it's a great tool. Social media is a great thing and it's a, you know, that's just where it's going to be, but it can never replace a face-to-face one-on-one conversation with people so that you can understand where they're coming from. Like, because ain't no emotions on keyboard. I don't care how many emoticons and how many little smiley faces you put up there, it does not beat seeing 26 molars right in your face, looking you in your face so that you can hear when they say, I'm hurting or I need you or I'm sorry, whether or not it's real or not. So the world changes by the level of respect that we give. Uh, You have to live in a way that's worth respecting or you may be just wasting your time. We can change the world whether it's one man, one woman at a time, but it can actually change.
2: I hope you learn to make it on your own And if you let yourself just know you'll never be alone I hope that you get everything you want and that you chose I hope that it's the realest day that you ever know Hope you get the pretty girls that's pretty at everything Million dollar cribs having million dollar dreams And when you get it all just remember one day Remember one day That one man could change the world one man could change the world All I, all I wanted was a hundred million dollars and a badge check Imagine this a month, some nights it felt like that I had it Back on the mattress, staring at the ceiling, truck connected connect the dots But it's so not making those attachments I'm talking dreaming so hard, some nights it felt like draft day, you know my, my stepbrother used to flip them bags outside the crib like it was trash, day. No Kim K, buddy, bag, yay But when you're getting fast money, slow down, don't crash With all the drive in the world, swear you still need gas, look Think about it, close your eyes, dream about it, tell your team about it, go make million dollar schemes about it, success is on the way, I feel it, and the distance used to look up at the stars and be like, ain't too much that's different, I be shining, they be shining, get your one shot, don't you miss it, what you know by waking up every day like you want a mission, and I, I hope you know. learn to make it on your own, and if you love yourself, just know you'll never be alone, I hope that you get everything you want not never chose, I hope that's the real thing that, that you ever know. know, hope you get the pretty girls. You never Million dollar cribs have a million dollar dreams And when you get it all Just remember one thing Remember one thing One man could change the world One man could change the world My grandma told me, if you write your name in stone, you'll never get the white out. I grinded out that black hole that performed up at the White House, standing next to Jim Carrey. We traded stories and laughed. I said, you're not the only one I know. Got rich wearing masks. Where I'm from, I swear they broke. They need way more than the cash. We need more than what you have, and then we need more than that. But how am I supposed to say I'm tired? If that girl from West Virginia came up in conditions that I could survive. Went to war, came back alive. On top of that, became a female black captain. When being black, you had the extra extra. Way before James Brown made us cry, she bought a crib on the same street as Marvin Gaye, right there on Outer drive. And she taught me how to drive, and she raised the kids, then the kids' kids, and she did it right. Taught me how to love, taught me not to cry. When I die, I hope you teach me how to fly. All my life, you've been that angel in the sky, and I hope you learn to make it on your own. If you love yourself, just know you'll never be alone. I hope that you get everything you want and that you chose. I hope it's the real thing that you ever know. I hope you get the pretty girls, the pretty at everything. Million dollar kids have a million dollar, $7 million dollar dream. And when you get it all, just remember one thing. Remember one thing that one man can change the world.